Welcome to Multiple Offers, a real estate show with competing perspectives. Today, we are talking about predictions for the fall market. Put that coffee down. If you're good at something, never do it for free. How'd you get the gig? Oh, you know, they were hiring. It was only a two-week course. I will sell this house today. What are you, some kind of real estate agent? Oh, he's a realtor. There is a difference somehow. This is Multiple Offers, a real estate show. All right, guys, it is episode 71. We are going to be talking about what we think is happening in the fall market. Uh, typically, the spring is real estate's busiest market, and then the fall is our, our runner-up. But uh, before we get into that, what's going on, guys? It's been so long since we had lunch yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to timestamp this episode. Okay. Because, you know, who knows when people actually tune in and listen, but right now we're second week of September. Yes, we are. Right? Which is a really normal time for things to start deciding what the fall market is going to look mm. like. Yeah. And we didn't have to- too much to add last week. Do we, have- we did a show last week, yeah? Last- yeah, was- we did. Buyer because it was so FAQ. Early, yeah. early, early on in, in the fall market. Yeah. But now we're going to have all sorts of good nuggets and predictions. Yeah, I got I got all sorts of good information at kids' soccer practice last night. Ooh, got two different mortgage brokers who were there. Okay, number of other people who are in the buying process. Yeah, it's gathering intel. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna bring and it mortgage all out. brokers are good people to be talking to because as in I don't I have no idea what you're planning to tell us what the mortgage brokers said, but generally when the mortgage brokers have a rate drop coming that can really affect things they a lot of times they're they're a good predictor of, of they can be a good barometer because they're getting like oh i have a ton of pre-approvals coming in totally yeah oh. they're, yeah a lot of times a mortgage broker is the first line of of contact too yeah um yeah well before we get into that what's going on jerry what have you been doing other than Just, cramming for the test jerry's, you know, jerry's reading yeah. stats right now <laughs> just getting up to speed on uh vancouver real estate here um yeah. It always takes some time, right? We're coming back from holiday, and we did our big family holiday um, just at the end of the at the end of at the end of August, leading into the long weekend. Um, so yeah, just kind of getting up to speed. But it definitely feels like we're 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 in it. Yeah, for in sure. Now phones are ringing, people are responding to emails, people are coming out of the woodwork who may not have been as active, like buyer wise, things like that, just saying like, hey, let's start looking again. So um, yeah, it's slowly ramping up. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm feeling good about like, all the content we've created, like podcasts definitely being one of them. Yeah. Food, people, food. people have had some good experiences with it, though. So like what we're doing right now is kind of trying to package it together right. to make it easy for people to sort of one landing page, Yeah, here's some stuff. You know, Oh, like the New time. West guys are trying to create, yeah. like, here's your one source for everything you need. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Yeah, because like we have a Strata 101 episode that I've shared with a few condo buyers recently. Yeah. And they've just found it as a really helpful way to... You know, just learn about how it all works. Sure, yeah. Because, you know, it's hard for us to sit down and, you know, you, you put that all into somebody's mind in one meeting or while you're showing condos. It doesn't all digest, right? Yeah. So it's been really helpful to kind of point people, like, go back, have a listen to that. You know, you're commuting anyway, so have mm-hmm. a listen. And yeah, it seems to be really good for, obviously really good for them, which is exactly what we want. Yeah. And good for our business because you know, as much as we have these conversations all the time, recording it like this is yeah. the venue where we can make sure that a lot of what we wanted to say actually gets said. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The um, off topic on real estate. So um, Rach has been doing, and I can't remember the title of it. It's one of those like Beachbody type workout uh, regimes 
So um, she's got a video series she's watching. They're half an hour long workouts. And she's just destroyed at the end of each of them. Like her face is flush. She's exhausted. Like these things are killer. And um, I was kind of laughing at her the other day. And uh, she was like, well, why don't you do one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, challenge. So so I tried one yesterday. Hmm. The very first one. The intro. One could say the easiest (laughs) one. And I couldn't even make it through the whole thing. Like, it's half an hour. I got to minute 16 and I was dead. Like, just dying. And my legs hurt so much today. I, I, like, every time I sit down, I feel like I'm getting a glimpse of what the future looks like when I'm, like, in my 80s. Because I'm like, everything hurts. (laughs) And my legs are on fire. And it's it's just uh, horrible. But I, I did I did number two today. Oh yeah, and I got through it. So go. I felt pretty pretty proud. And the way the things designed, like they know you're doing them all in a row, so it's different muscle groups that you're doing, right? Like today was yep. all upper body. Yesterday was all lower body stuff. But oh man, are these, <laughs> like, are these, are these DVDs I, that I could borrow? It, it's an app. It's an app, so I can't borrow it. No, but if you want to come and we'll do fitness together, we'll watch the. the well, I feel like. <laughs> One of the occupational hazards of doing a New West food show that we do. Yes. Um, shameless plug, Eat New West. Um, it's probably something we should think about doing. More fitness. Fitness is probably more important the now, royal now me, that personally. we're experiencing more calories professionally. Yeah, I felt super fat yesterday. Our um, <laughs> friend of the show, oh yeah, yesterday. Oh. Sneak peek if you're an Eat New West listener. Uh, we grabbed Matt. Yeah. And uh, we did Annie's. For, for the show, which uh, if you are a New West resident, you probably already know like real traditional Quebecois food. Um, yeah. It was delightful and horrible for you, but so tasty. Especially when she upsells you on the extra cheese on the poutine. Oh, yeah. Finish, yeah, why finish not? that sure. off with a maple twist ice cream, <laughs> like, which, you know, for the show, we had to. Um, I, I got a good text message from friend of the show, Todd Connor. Oh, yeah. Who was like, hey, you know, I just realized how smart Eat New West is because now you guys can write off all your lunches. (laughs) (laughs) Every one of them. (laughs) Well, we have to research for the show. I I hadn't even thought about that, but um, legitimately going out and buying that food to make the show is a marketing cost at this point. So I should be keeping the receipt, you're saying? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We got to keep the receipt if we're going to do that stuff. But uh, this is not an Eat New West show. This is a real estate show. And let's get into market predictions. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. You decide your own level of involvement. Well, I guess this is a case where we'll have to agree to disagree. I don't agree to that. Neither do I. Wrong. National debt. Wrong. Wrong. Advocate. Wrong. With that money, you lost one. Very nice words, but happens to be wrong. You're listening to Multiple Offers, a real estate show. All right, guys. So the new stats have come out. So maybe that's a good place to start looking at because... The new slash potentially um, irrelevant because they're August. Right. But we didn't have the... Well, but... And we haven't talked we, about stats in a long time, so maybe we, they're more, more... We did not have a regular August, by any means. Ooh. Agreed. So... Um, Interesting. I think, and big grain of salt here, 
houses are different than condos and townhouses. There's the condo townhouse market, and really the townhouse market is its own market as well. But for All stacks wise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about houses. At all. No, I'm just saying we should talk about them separately because the, the, the housing market is very different than the condo market. Yeah, I think that's really important for anybody listening. When you hear numbers right now, yeah. keep the brain filter on. Yeah, so wh- why don't we start with condos? Sure. So what what's going on? Matt, you've got them right in front of you. I, believe. I haven't looked at them. Okay. I, I'm not like a look at the stats thing Oh, I'm a stats person. Geek. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like just being so invested in the New West market, I don't actually really need to read the stats. You are the stats. I am. I am the stats. Okay. Uh, it's an interesting observation to be like, oh yeah, that is kind of what happened in August. Right. But I'm in September now. I kind of live in the now. Okay. The now and the what's next. That's not helpful to this conversation Abs- right now. Absolutely. Though. But like, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm holding up this piece of paper, looking at it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not even sure where to look first. Okay. Well, because let- I know you're more. This is more your thing. So why don't you kind of take the helm here, and uh, I'll throw uh, some not helpful commentary from the bow. Okay. Well, th- there's a lot of really interesting things in this um, in this little stat sheet. Um, I think the first thing that's interesting is we keep getting told how much worse the market is than last year, but there were 81 strata units sold last year or this this, this August. This August. Last year there over, were only over last 70. August, yeah. Um, that's a pretty big deal, and that's the second month in a row in New West that. New West condos had more sales than the previous year. Um, Matt, your stat sheet won't go past August, but if if you looked at July 2017, um, July and August both had had more sales. Okay, he's so mad because he can't fact check you. One month compared to the other month. Yeah, I mean when I'm more better when I'm looking at stats, I think one thing that's important too is to always compare to that time a year ago, right? Like if you looked at July to August, there were 104 sales in July. And in August, there were 81. Oh, oh no, the market's crashing. Down. No, there's always more sales in July than there are in August. That's not a good barometer. Um, you know, the biggest thing that stands out to me yeah. is that, so 81 sales this this past August, 2019. Yeah. September of 2018, the number of units sold was 67. Yeah. Right? So to think that it's more than September of last year. So anyway, it's, just, it's, it's a strong indicator. That's a lot of volume for an August. Totally. And... and I would wager money that we're going to have more than 67 sales this September. Triple like, digits? Ooh, I don't know about triple that's digits. A pretty, that's a good That's prediction. a pretty good... Uh, I'll take it. I'll take that I'll take that bet. July had triple digits. I think we can hit triple digits I in think September. So. I think it's very possible, but I think it'll be low. Like, if it is... Uh, okay, so if I, was, if I had to bet, like, if it is triple digits, I think it'll be, like, 100 to 120. Like, we're not... I, I would I would be very surprised if we saw 150 sales. That would be that would be huge. No, it's like 50 percent yeah. sales ratio. We're, we're burning through our inventory. Yeah, I mean I don't remember point. the last time we had 150 sales. Uh, over 100 is good for New West. That's a that's a pretty healthy. Yeah, it would take a lot of houses selling. Yeah, and people to start buying the like over 700, over 800 yeah. condos because they're they're sitting up there. There's quite a, quite a lot of inventory right now. Well, that that's something that's kind of interesting too. Is there's pockets of the market that are way hotter than other pieces. Like if you look at the sales ratios for New West, uh, 24% is is 
the so average. To oversimplify which, things, yeah. this whole snapshot of August, one in four kind of idea. Yeah, one in four houses sold last month, which is condos. actually... Let's condos. Just, condos. Let's just, one in four condos. Yes, Attached. one in four strata units, because right. condos and townhouses. We'll just we'll just say condos for the rest of this, but that does include townhouses. Okay. Um, one in four homes sold last month, condos, and that's good. Like, in a normal market, anything over 20%. If one in five are selling... That's a healthy market. Yeah. But if you look at like Fraser View, which includes like all the condos on Richmond Street, Jameson, and then all of Victoria Hill. That's healthy. 40%. Yeah. Like that's a hot market. Yeah. That, that's a really strong market. And then you look at some like Queensboro is really suffering. Only 8% of homes sold in Queensboro. And, and if you get into houses, uh, Queensboro is in tough shape too, 14%. And a lot of times too that we get people transferring from this area over to Queensboro because like a lot of times the, the price point, right? And, and yeah. they might not need to do that as much to have that jump. Queensboro statistically uh, has much wider variations, like swings as far as sales numbers as the market goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah, it suffers a lot more when the market's soft uh, as a general statement though. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's really strong for Fraser View as a neighborhood. And then I think what's no surprise to us is as price bands go, yeah. right? Higher priced inventory, not moving so well. <coughs> and then the product that's doing really well, I think is no surprise is at around that $500,000 mark. Yeah. Right. And I, I, for our listeners, what's the obvious chair? Why 500? Um, uh, property transfer tax, first time buyers credit. Yeah. Yeah, because I love, think first, they love that 500 spot. Yeah, and I yeah. think first time buyers make up a good chunk of yeah. the activity right now in the condo market. I have, to, I have to agree. Most of the buyers I've personally been working with are first time buyers who, like in the last month, every buyer I can think of that I've sold has been a first time buyer who is, um, was priced out and can, can get in now. And they're, they're ready to buy because they've been watching for over a year, some of them for two years. Um, and the last four months have shown you're not going to see much more of a dip in prices. I, I don't think so. It feels like it is leveled off. Something would have to, like, there'd have to be some new factor introduced for, for things to, to keep dropping. Um, Glenbrook North, too. Look at the sales in Glenbrook North. Everything mm-hmm. sold last month low numbers for condos there yeah that too. was us by the way we we caused that i know that you're at least one of them yeah, yeah. but what mm-hmm. happened though is we brought in the good one yes we yeah. priced it right yeah and then people came and saw it yeah. and i know exactly who bought the other ones that sold in yeah. glenbrook yeah. they were overflow who didn't get our listing yeah so we sparked something by providing a a, a good product yeah that was priced fair for what it is yeah um and that seller was buying to move out of town and it's it's all the dominoes right yeah uh, you know, I, I was touring a buyer there showing the townhouses and and did a start at the tour just happened to start after the showing that we had on ours and we we're literally like on the heels of, of some of the other right. people that had shown it just previously well and, and let's talk about what the inventory is in glenbrook north too because that's important glenbrook north has compared to a lot of the other townhouses in the areas affordable good townhouses um afford i mean some people might not think affordable when they think but they're priced lower than all the townhouses in victoria hill that are pretty similar and some of them are similar age like yep. glenbrook north you get a pretty decent townhouse for for what you pay and then it's also um all the kind of condos right beside and those are those are decent and they're not the market isn't flooded with them right now and then pretty much just eight west and that's kind of the whole glenbrook that's market. all of glenbrook <laughs> yeah. condos right and eight west is always popular the townhouses because there's so few of them are always a hot commodity in New West. Like it's 
it's a good neighborhood to buy into. It is. And if you're somebody who's planning for a family, it feeds into desirable yes. schools and in a really safe, walkable fashion. Yeah. Right? Which is just a nice You cross nice the thing. street, you have groceries. You cross the other street, you have Queens Park. You don't even cross the street, you're at the middle school, and you can walk to Herbert Spencer. Like, yeah, it, it's you, a fantastic... Yeah, you take little back yeah. road quiet streets to get to yeah. school in the morning. It's, yeah. it's really desirable for that reason. So it's an interesting observation to see that, and it is appealing to that demographic. That seems to be who's feeding in totally. there right now. Yeah. And, uh, but those aren't the first-time buyers. No, no, they right. are not. Right. But yeah. the first time buyers are more downtown New West, which is really typical. But they're, again, creating the dominoes. The market is, and it always has been driven by first time buyers. You need, it's the property ladder. Yeah. You need people to come in and pick up the starting price stuff, the, the, the mm-hmm. starter homes, and let everybody else move up and let the dominoes fall. Yeah. And one of the things like, so to get into specifics here, like Matt was saying, he doesn't really look at stats because he's kind of plugged into it. We look at like. Because he's a genius. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious to know, like, you know, for the, the the key, for example, we have a brand new building that's up that's got a ton of inventory that's that's sort of just sitting there. Um, you know, that sales ratio. You're talking about you River Sky? Yeah, if you didn't include that building in there, in the mix, that would, the key would have had an extremely strong sales ratio. Yeah, there, there are enough in River Sky that are, is, and I mean, the key does, 30, 31% sold. Very strong. Mm-hmm. But... Before River Sky, I would say the key usually had the highest um, sales ratio for all the areas. Um, like it was very consistent to see the key as the number one one spot um, because it's so popular, and you get both newer buyers and retirees buying in. The, like it, the key hits two major demographics. Like it's right. it's a fantastic spot. But yeah, River Sky skews the numbers just because because they just started allowing resales in there there's been a flood yeah. of them in the market and i also want to on that same vein touch on fraser because there's a pretty big divide there you live in victoria hill, I'm in victoria so it's a big hill. chunk and yeah. the other side's kind of we'll just say like age restricted so a bit of a different market yep um I, I would imagine most of that would be victoria hill sales like three quarters of I, I, there's been a lot of sales in victoria hill um, uh, yeah. victoria hill has been busy i'm hesitant to say there's even if one if any uh sales in the age restricted category. So most likely yeah. in the Victoria Hill and then the Palace Key Towers. Yeah, we've we've got a townhouse in uh Jameson right now and it's it's been really quiet on it. Like those Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the next evolution of our conversation here though is yeah. going into that higher price band. Yeah. Right. For okay. sure. But did you have any final thoughts on the Fraser View part of things there, Jared? Just an, an interesting I think just a little caveat in terms of stats and kind of to Matt's point originally when we started this conversation is just, you know, being plugged in and knowing these little details. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's move into the higher higher price pants. Yeah, so I'll summarize that though with Victoria Hill if we didn't make it clear that I think that a lot of the product there appeals to first-time buyers. There's some good you know, one and two bedrooms to yeah. start out with. And then the next step up is also there and you're experiencing that firsthand, right, Jeff? So that that product mix and I think some reasonable prices. Yeah, and there, there's, there's still some over-ambit. Like I was showing Victoria Hill um, uh, on the weekend and there were a few we looked at where we're like, oh, you're still not in line with where prices have adjusted. Like there's people who are still trying to get yesterday's prices, but a properly priced home in the area is going to get a lot of attention right now. Like the, my, I had a new listing in the lookout mm-hmm. and, um, we had an offer on the second day we were on and Excellent. subject removal is Saturday and we have three realtors who want to know. If that offer collapses, call me right away. Like all three have said, we will have an offer. 
Um, now, that's not guaranteed. Things could change. Yep. But that level of interest is much higher than what I've experienced over the past few months. Like, that's a oh, that's yeah. a new uh, scenario. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and it's amazing how quick, like, in, in Greater Vancouver real estate, that um, that buyer perspective, that urgency can, can shift. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're off to the races. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, we'll, we'll talk a bit about how we sort of the predictions of where we see that going, but let's finish the, the, what happened in August. We talked about yep. the higher price band. So Jeff, you've got a townhouse at 72 Jameson. Those are huge. They're over 2000 square feet. They're I bigger think the, than most houses. Yeah. So, and, and they're age restricted. So yes. families can't buy them. So it's a, it's a limited, uh, market that can buy into them and the price point is high. Same thing goes for the larger condos with the good view and you want to have a price tag over 800, you know, that again, there's that one near Jeff that we love that we just don't happen to have a buyer for right now, but I'm like, Oh my God, how is this still available? You can email us if you want to know about that. Okay. It's Sounds good. Huge terrace. Fantastic view. It seems that you got like, this is your list. Nope. No. Oh, oh no. you just think we it's just awesome. See, we just always kind of see it and you're like, that's awesome. How's why, nobody bought why that Why is no one bought right. it? How come I don't have someone that wants to buy yeah. this? But at 800000 this is where I think there's a big disconnect is people look at it and I work with some buyers, you know, with maybe one kid or one on the way or something and they go, yeah. okay, this is a reasonably big home, Yeah. but I know I will grow out of it. Right. For 800000 if I just suck it up and accept a commute somewhere or something older, I can either get a three-level townhouse that yeah. feels like I won't grow out of it so fast or I could get kind of a crummy house a little further out of the way or a really amazing big new townhouse yep. in Langley. Totally. Right? So there's a lot of other choices at 800000 that people need to weigh. Well, and there's another factor too, which maybe leads us into the other half of this uh-huh. past discussion, <laughs> which is downsizers. Yep. And downsizers are having a really hard time right now. Houses in New West... You know, we're talking about one in every four condos are selling. Houses are 12%. Anything below 13% is a really strong buyer's market. Like, houses have not seen the resurgence. Like, condos are back. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, back, baby! Yeah. <laughs> we're dealing with, like, such smaller, because obviously New West market is, is, so, is just a tiny market, but looking yeah. at like newest minster detached so proper houses just how consistently like the number of sales have been they've been low but just consistently kind of low for august last year 14 then 14 then 14 19 13 10 13 11 4 like it just has been pretty and then we had a little surge for the spring may and june yeah had that two months yeah yeah <laughs> double double the, the sales of all the other months <laughs> and I, I hate to be the the doom sayer or seer um you can be that go ahead but yeah we, you can we've be talked that many times about the tide coming out from vancouver mm-hmm. and new west houses um probably won't see things pick up until burnaby prices start going up and push people in vancouver like there's the domino effect and we're not seeing that right now like on the east side of vancouver houses are at the exact same as new west 12 percent and when you get into the west side where prices really go up, 9%, which is the yeah. lowest I can remember it being in a very, very long time. Yeah. Like that that market is not recovering. What, right yeah. What I think is going to be the turning point for houses and it's happening is it's felt like for a while in a lot of the suburbs 
that a million dollars was sort of a price you could get for your yes. house. And there's this psychological thing and I want seven figures. My asking price is going to be a million or I want to net a million. So right. let's ask a million fifty. And they all seem to play around there. Yep. And now there's this acceptance that, that you're not going to get a million dollars for your house. It was really nice to think of yourself as a millionaire, but your house yeah. is now worth 900. So stop trying to get 950 or 960, come down to nine and you'll get sales. And it's happening all over the suburbs yep. where now there's this acceptance of 900 is an okay number. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a million. And that's shifting because we, that's what happened with condos. That's why they're doing well. Cause like you said, yep. with the one at the lookout, you price it right. People care. There's probably another listing at the lookout that's 50 or $60,000 more and has been sitting there for four months. I'm making an assumption, but I wouldn't be surprised no, if that you, was the case. You are correct. There is one that just <laughs> came off the market and, and came back on um, that's trying to get, I think they were trying to get 948 and then they came back on yesterday at maybe like 938, but it's still like, that's really ambitious. It should start with an eight yeah. just yeah. to or, get anybody to pay attention. Or, or my building right now, you know, there, yeah. there, there's one trying to get 960 in there. Um, there was a time when townhouses in my building were selling around a million bucks. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, somebody on this show might have paid a million bucks uh, to to buy one. But that's that's things have changed, right? Yeah. Things have have come down they'll and be, adjusted. They'll be back, and, but uh, right now they're not they're not there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough, and and especially like the there's kind of two sizes in my building, and the yeah. lower size, like the one the one that's looking to get nine sixty right now. It's a beautiful unit. It's fantastic. And the thing they're banking on, I think, I don't know them. I haven't talked to them. But the thing I think they're banking on is they have a beautiful yard. So if if their unit without the yard is worth 850 well, now the question becomes, or let's even say 860 860 might be, how much are people willing to pay for this beautiful fenced yard and whatnot? And, and that's a real X factor. Like sometimes you get these condos where where you go and i mean more power to them because it's really good for me if they get their price <laughs> but... yeah. to illustrate like matt's point about the the houses like people trying to get a million dollars because this is such a weird stat like i almost wonder if it's an, some sort of anomaly or something going on yeah but houses from 900 to a million there's 17 for sale for sale and zero and nothing so no, no one bought those houses and it's and it's not like it's flanked on either side with a. 20% sales ratio or 19% sales ratio and a 57%. It's just like a dead zone. I have some opinions on that. Go. Um, okay. So sorry, this isn't an opinion show, Jeff. Oh, we'd like the facts only. <laughs> I have some facts on that. <laughs> now give me your opinion. So fact, Matt, the, uh, first of all, I think there's a lot of people who have homes that are builder bait that are trying to get 900 to a million. And the builders want to pay under 900 for a lot of the smaller lots. I think that's a good statement. You're, you're saying yeah. like they, they painted it and... No, I, I think just and... there's a mentality like Matt was saying of like, well, a house is worth 1.25. So if they can build something, they should be willing to pay 900 for mine. And then they build a house and way. But the builders are very frugal builder right math. now. They're, they're being very careful. Like that 900 to a million price point in most of New West is a house that's in pretty rough shape um, for a lot of them. And... I think a million to a million two five, there's a lot of really good stuff. And then under 900, a lot of that is people who you're like, okay, you can move into this. You can live in it for a while, maybe rent it out and build down the road or fix it up. But there is just that specific. And then the other thing is Queensboro. And if you look at Queensboro's stats, Queensboro's at about 14%. But if you take a deeper look at Queensboro's stats, there's two types of houses in Queensboro. 
there are the older, originally developed Queensboro houses, which most often when those get bought, get knocked down and turned into a much bigger home than what was on there before. And then there's the newer stuff that's developed kind of on the uh, Port Royal end of Queensboro. All that newer stuff is selling. The older homes, it has been almost a year since any of that stuff sold. Like the, the, the developers in Queensboro have not been buying. Right. And a lot of those development potential homes are priced between 900 and a million and it's just, just not moving. Yeah, and I'd say it's fair. Those can skew the numbers a little bit. Totally. I right. the, the only re- I I have a um, a home in Pembina that's hitting the market today, and when I was going through it, I was like, "What is going on here? Like <laughs> nobody is buying these old homes, and they're all priced right around nine hundred. Everybody wants to try and get nine hundred for it, and and the builders are just that's like not this, this side interested. of the river money. Yeah, 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 totally. So I've got. A lot of my good intel I got yesterday is, oh, a, is, yes. is about builders. The, bi- the big T's. <laughs> okay. Oh, excellent. Yeah, because the, the two uh, mortgage brokers I was speaking with um, deal a lot with builders. Okay. So they're getting their information from a whole variety of different builders playing in the game. And it's like, okay, well, how are they doing selling their inventory? How are they looking at purchasing right now? Do they want to purchase right now? If they purchase right now, what kind of profit do they want? What are their costs to build? You know, like and I'm, I'm getting the, the three of us are going through this and it's all bouncing back and forth. So it was a really productive conversation. Yeah. Um, but the net result was uh, if they're buying in New West right now, I'm not going to give the listeners all the info. Okay. If you want all the info, you call Jeff or you call Matt and Jer. Okay. All the, all the, all the, all the real good numbers. But there's a specific uh, amount of profit they want to make. Yeah. The, so the real uh, unknown is how much would a new house sell for? That's the hardest place to start with, right? Ooh, yeah. So, but that's how their math starts. Yeah. Okay, I build a house. What am I going to sell for? How long is it going to take to sell? Well, they used to buy a house with the assumption they'll be able to sell it in a month or two. Right. They are now budgeting for six months. Interesting. That is part of their plan. They're like, okay, I need to budget to be on the market for six months. Carrying costs, yeah. staging costs. Yeah, all that big, stuff. Big numbers. It's, it's part of my expenses. Yeah. So I need to build that in now to my purchase price. Right. But I'm going to take that as a realistic expectation. Because they still want the same profit. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that's part of the game. Um, how much do I want to make? Well, they want to make about $150,000. Hmm. I think that's a reasonable profit to expect when they're taking a lot of risk for sure. and yeah. the money involved is north of a million dollars. Huge endeavor. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you want to make 8% on your money, go and invest it in something that's less volatile. You want to make 15%. Yeah. You know, it comes with more risk. Yeah. So especially right now, it's a, yeah. it's a really high risk so endeavor. The numbers yeah. they want are what's it going to sell for? Yeah. Uh, I need to take my, make my profit. Yeah. And then what are my costs to build? And the cost to build was sort of the fun conversation between the two of me. Like, what are the numbers you're hearing? What are the numbers you're hearing? And then I got these builders telling me they think it's going to cost them this much, but I told them it was going to cost them this much. And then they went and did the project and it told, turns out I was right way higher than what they expected. Huh. Um, but there's now an acceptance and a realization of what that cost to build is. No, I want is. to email one of you guys for all these, <laughs> numbers, all these numbers. So what's the cost per square foot? That's kind of what they're looking at, right? Yeah. And, uh, and that's straight up the math. And I said, okay, so all of these things considered, do your, your clients, these builders, want to buy right now? Mm-hmm. And absolutely unequivocally, the answer was yes. But the numbers got to work. Then these numbers have to work. You get these numbers. Yeah. Mike Fowl. If you heard that, I bumped my mic. Uh, Matt got really so excited. Yeah. <laughs> you, the math works, they'll buy. Huh. So you put a, pr- a property on the market and those numbers add up. They want it. Interesting. They want to work. That That is their business. 
Yeah. They need to keep their, their crew working. That's their business model. They don't have another job. <laughs> so, and you, maybe you did or didn't ask them this, but one question I had is, it sounds to me like this is just across the board. Like this isn't, doesn't matter if it's Coquitlam or New West or Surrey or Vancouver, they want to make their 150,000. Well, you go to Surrey, for example, or Langley where the cost of land is lower. So the total investment is less. They can be more tolerant of like a hundred thousand dollar profit. Oh, because it's a ratio of of, of how much they invest. So maybe in Vancouver, they, I don't know if you had the conversation, but maybe because the land's so much more expensive, the profits have to be higher. Yep. Bigger risk. They want to make more money, right? And you want me to put, you want me to put in $2 million. Yeah. I want to have the chance to make 200,000 or more. Right. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, uh, no, the 150 was kind of the Tri-Cities okay. sort of figure. Yeah. 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 So, um, but the good news was they want to buy. Like these guys, they've got them in their back pocket. They're doing the pre-approvals. They're sorted out. They can make those numbers work on the financing approval side. So in, in these mortgage brokers experience, the builders are, they're out there. They are buying. They want to buy. Want is the keyword. Give me a property yeah. where I can make money. Yeah. And they're picky about location. Mm-hmm. Justifiably. Right. They don't want the one on the busy street or on the funny shaped lot that's more complicated to build so on. So builders are just like regular <laughs> buyers. In a hot market, they'll buy the busy street. In a softer market, they're going to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but builders drive our market. And that's why I was really curious to know, because we need builders buying up this low end, you know, inventory, these starter houses, we need them to keep the market flowing and the property ladder moving because in new West in particular, we have a lot of these homes that were built in the thirties or the forties. It's a two bedroom or a three bedroom, one bathroom home. Yeah. They're awkward layouts. You know, and you know, honestly, you gave me 900,000 or $800,000 and said, Matt, take your family of four, Mm -hmm. go buy this three bedroom, one bathroom house. Yeah. One, that doesn't work for your family now. So make it work for your family. Put another $200,000 into it. Yeah. Like, do I want to do that? Do I want to drop a million dollars on a 13, 1400 square foot house? I don't. That's something too that like a lot of times you talk to people out in the world of New Westminster and there's a real movement of like, oh, we want people to restore these homes, not build new homes. Like you, you hear conversations like that a lot. The reality is there aren't a lot of young families buying homes that want to put the effort involved into turning maybe a home that wasn't designed with today's family's needs, was a one-bathroom home, doesn't have the bedrooms on the same floor. Like, there aren't these massive amount of number of families out there who want to put the effort in to build around the home that's already there and, and create what they want, especially because what they want often is more affordable just to buy. It is. And, yeah. because, and it's a footprint problem. It's like if yeah. the house was 22, 2300 square feet to start with, yeah. okay, I can, I got something to work with that I can fit everything into. But when it's only 1400 square feet, it's like, I actually have to put an addition on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. There isn't enough here. Yeah. You know, and, and everyone buying a house is pretty much strapped. The people, yeah, that's the a big part level, of it for sure. There, I mean, builders are feeling the pinch. Like it's just, it, everything costs more now yeah. for, for building. Um, yeah, they can't. There's huge, huge numbers to to modify these houses. So, like a lot of times, we find that people are just. It's how much can I get the square footage a little bit more? Your house is just a bit trickier for sure. With like suites and things like that, but yeah, 
It, so my, I mean, my summary when I talk to people, like if they're hearing me like, Matt, you're giving up in these houses. I'm not giving up. And absolutely, there are families who would want to live in that smaller starter house. They just, they can't make it make sense to them for $800,000 or $850,000. Right. You know, for that price, you can get, like we just talked about, a really nice townhouse that's yeah. functional, ready to go, or maybe something outside of New West. So it's just... It, it's that's what everything is in the market. It's what are your choices in this price band? What can you do? So we need the builders to yeah. pick some of that stuff up to keep that market moving. So that person in that starter house can sell it and then go buy the bigger house and keep everybody moving along. Yeah. And I think too, something that maybe people don't necessarily think about is your like families that are around, like all of us are in our kind of late thirties and <clears throat> Mid mid thirties, mid thirties. Sure, whatever. <laughs> the the, uh, the back half of the thirties, um, but people our age and younger, there's a big portion of them who, even if they can afford a house, are intimidated by it. Like they've lived in strata up until now, they've built up money, they can maybe move into a house, but they're terrified that they're going to spend a million dollars and then run it into the ground. Like there's a lot of people who feel like maybe a strata option is safer. Like you you get a lot of people who want to arrive in a townhouse because their level of expertise needed to upkeep a townhouse is much, much lower. Yeah, well, and, and the risk factor is much lower because a house yes. you're going to buy for a million dollars comes with the risk of you know new roof, new drain tile, plumbing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that sticker shock of a million dollars, you know, and it's it's yeah. you know whatever millennials, zennials, whatever you want to call them, but they they do look at life a little bit differently, and they you know I still might want to travel. Like I'm okay making this townhouse work. Yeah. Um, just a little bit different priorities, I would think. Yeah. So I think that really. Uh, is a really good summary of where things have been and kind of what we can see is the trends and the demand for what people want. But the next question is we haven't really answered is, is where is it going to go? Yeah. And we, we, uh, we're kind of running out of time here, so we better answer that before, yeah. before we have to go. So a bit of a segue for the house part. Um, okay. Quickly, we talked about the wave. We have some higher end houses here in our detached new West. Um, do they need Vancouver people? to come does vancouver market need to be good to start getting some of these these houses to pop yeah i mean if you look if you take a quick look at the vancouver or the new west house market anything under 900 is hot 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 50 percent or above and then there's a million to 1.25 19 and then it just drops after that once you get over 1.25 and that's expectations too like at this point in the market you want a really killer house and also yeah if you need you need some of the well, I, I think you need Burnaby buyers to get pushed out, but they won't get pushed out until Vancouver buyers push them out and and away the dominoes fall. Okay. So what's going to happen? <laughs> and I don't think any of us are in the business of making very, very specific predictions, but we do have to get a sense of, you know, right. is it going to get better? Is it going to get worse? Yeah. Uh, so we talked about the sales volume was 81 units sold in the condo market in New West in August. So I've already said, I think that's going to increase and hit triple digits. Yeah. That's volume. So if I had to say like, what am I seeing in the marketplace? Well, I'm seeing way more volume happening, way more positivity from the buyers. Yeah. And with the-, the And interest rates dropped again. Right, which right. is all always so affects all sorts of contributing factors. So all, all what I would say is expect to see volume increase. 
I wouldn't expect to see a very dramatic change in prices compared to what today's sale prices are. But don't confuse that with some of the asking prices you see in your neighborhood. If you're a consumer looking on the MLS and you're like, hey, there's a house like mine and it's asking this much. You yeah. need to talk to an agent to be like, yeah. what did a house like mine sell for? I think too, the... Yeah, because people are still negotiating off, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. Two, two Sorry, percent, 2% on average in August uh, for, for houses. The things that aren't in stats, this whole, like the psychological part of it, um, the positivity, how are buyers and sellers feeling um, too? And and we find, right, we find right now that, yeah, buyers are, they're, they're not thinking the market's going to crash. Um so I think they're they're and, and sellers aren't dumping their properties on the market. So it seems like the confidence level is there. Um, so I think we should be stable or a little bit better. I I yeah I I agree with you guys. I I think we're gonna have a very I I think the sales numbers are gonna be good for the fall market. I think it's gonna be a very healthy market. Um, Do prices change? I think maybe even we have more sales than we did in the spring. I I think it'll. I yeah, mean, time I, will tell. But we had kind of a rough spring. Yep. I think it's gonna be good. I'm not expecting prices to jump up, although I think they're going to creep up. I think we're going to start seeing the good stuff having a little bit of competition. People for fight it. over it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to change based on what's happening in Vancouver. I think it's going to be a while before houses catch up. I think that's, that's going to take a bit of time. In fact, if I was in a position to do so and, and it was just about money, not about homes, probably be a good time to try and sell your, like I have a nice townhouse. Hmm. Nice townhouses, I think, are going to be good. It would not be a bad idea to try and sell a nice townhouse and get into a house right now. I don't know that I'm ready to do that. Yeah, your delta, like your difference could be totally. pretty attractive. Yeah, and if that gap, that's another thing that could change swing houses too that we didn't talk about. One is the Vancouver thing. If the gap between the high-end condos and the houses gets close enough, one of two things happens. Either it drives condos back down or houses skyrocket and the last time we saw houses take a jump was exactly that condos got too high and instead of condo prices falling house prices shot back up that was uh right when the stress test was introduced yeah okay so many things that could change it's funny like i don't believe i don't want to believe that prices will go up yeah because i think volume is enough but it's just basic supply and demand if if there is enough volume it is going (laughs) to drive prices up but I think people are maybe going to be a bit more rational that if it's, like you said, there'll be small increases. Yeah. It won't be like all of a sudden we went from nobody writes on something to there's three offers on it and somebody throws 40000 over asking on a $500,000 condo. I'll be very surprised if that starts happening again. Yeah. Hopefully if, it does not. If you're like listening and, yeah. and an agent recommends you do that, you might want to be like, mm, yeah, you're two years old on your, <laughs> uh, your advice here. You yeah. know? Uh, but it's tough because you don't want to lose. Totally. Right? And it's become an acceptable practice to kind of throw a lot at these things. And yeah, that's the hardest part when we represent people is you don't want to talk to them, give them advice that ends up losing the home they wanted. Oh, it's so stressful, that type of market. <laughs> I, I mean, whether buyers or sellers or who it's good for, as an agent, I'm stressed every single deal <laughs> when it's like that. So, all right. Well, I, th- I think we had a pretty good conversation here. Um if anybody out there wants to get a hold of Matt or Jer, they can be reached at thenewwestguys.com. If you want to get a hold of me, Jeff, I am at realestatenewwest.com. And like I said, uh, we're probably going to take a two-week hiatus and and do a little retooling of the show and, and what that looks like in the future. And if you have any thoughts on what you'd like the show to look like in the future, uh, please send feedback to... Uh, our email is feedback 
at morealestateshow.com. Or send a direct message on Instagram. Yeah, message one of us directly. Yeah, you could message one of us directly. Find our Instagram account, which is at morealestateshow. That's right. And uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, guys. Thank you.